Hello, fair listeners. This is Rig. I am Gus. Fantastic. We're letting you know at the top of this show that we are releasing new and exclusive content all the time via our Patreon. And we sound like we're on meth because this is our seventh take at saying our own names. And also we're on meth. (laughs) Good times. (laughs) Percy delivers. So for as little as a cup of coffee per month, you can support us and get all sorts of new and exclusive content. Just go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Gus and Rig. Hello and welcome back to Homegrown Horror Shows, colon, a Rig and the Family Gus album. (laughs) My name is Rig and you are the family. (laughs) You will refer to me as such. I am Gus and it is a pleasure to be here on the mic with you for uh, what is a very special release. Isn't it just? So we have been doing a, a range of these shows, or that's not the right word. We've been doing a bunch of these shows, and we are getting so many great tips from the people. Just the tips. Anyway, we... <laughs> but every, every time... Stop teasing us. No, I know. Every time we get something through... It's usually through Instagram. It's usually through Facebook. But we always give people the option to send us something meatier to our email, which is shitshow.au at gmail.com, and didn't one Hugh Greenwood deliver? He certainly did. He certainly did. This is an example of the uh, the sort of long-form narratives that if you send us and they fit into any of the categories that we're doing, or in fact, if it even if it doesn't, if it's great content, we'll make a category. Yeah. We'll make it fit. Square peg, round <laughs> hole. Don't worry about it. Don't. No. Don't take words. <laughs> Stop it. You saw my eyes eyes light up as soon as you heard, we'll make it fit. (laughs) I hate that. But I'll dive in. So this is, uh, again, from North Shore private school lad, Hugh Greenwood. And that is important because uh, the first paragraph of this story is, when I was at uni, myself and two other friends took off for a month-long European summer trip because we're white and from the North Shore. (laughs) 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 Which, for any of our overseas listeners... The North Shore of uh, Sydney, Australia, is a in- incredibly waspy uh, yeah. I- environment. Very affluent, uh, but yes, also very white. So, I will tell this as written from Hugh's perspective. We planned our own route out and it was going to be a great time. We spent the first week and a half in Greece and Croatia. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> boat, boat week? Is that <laughs> the... certainly boat week. Yeah. After this, we moved on to Paris... It was here that my friend Alex started to complain about his foot and having some sort of blood blister. By our second day in Paris, it had started taking us ages to get to places because he'd started to limp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So, just to check, they got to Paris and Alex had started to complain. 24 hours later, he was limping. (laughs) I love how the attitude is still... How bad is this for us as a collective that you are limping, you piece of shit? <laughs> this whole story, there is a simmering derision from you <laughs> for Alex. <laughs> Start to finish, a bit like, you absolute piece of shit, what an inconvenience you are as a human. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all travelled with someone who fucks it up for everybody. Sometimes we are there right yeah. now. <laughs> He kept whinging about it, so he suggested a few times maybe he should go and get it checked out. He always shrugged it off saying, nah, it'll be fine. I've read this story. Spoiler, it's not. (laughs) 
<laughs> narrator, it was not, not fine. Not fine. <laughs> it's probably important to note two things. During the planning and organising travel insurance, it was Alex who suggested something along the lines of, do we actually need travel insurance? Oh, Does no. it do anything? Luckily, Harry and I, first appearance of Harry, he is not a key player. <laughs> I convinced him... <laughs> Just an extra. No speaking lines. Certainly not. He's lucky to get FaceTime. And no IMDB credits. <laughs> it's just one of those uh, silhouettes yeah. next to his character in the IMDB profile. A Facebook profile before you set the image. <laughs> uh, luckily, Harry and I convinced him that travel insurance would be a good idea. Just after we'd said our goodbyes at the airport, apparently my mum turned to Bridget long-suffering girlfriend of you. <laughs> Accent on the suffering <laughs> and the long. Actually, long-suffering 100% encapsulated Succinct. it. Go on. And confessed she was a little worried and hoped nothing bad was going to happen. Bridget's response was, don't worry, if anything bad does happen, it'll happen to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> she is sharp as attack, Bridget. I'll it, give her that. Isn't she? She is the glue that is holding this pair together. Oh, I know. <laughs> And the relationship is all glue. <laughs> that and Hugh's family fortunes. Well played, Bridget. <laughs> I can't. This is slowly turning into the Comedy Central roast of Hugh Greenwood. <laughs> and if you like Comedy Central roast slash our roasts, get onto our Patreon. Yeah, we'll roast someone for you for money. Anyway, back to the story. I can't quite remember how the next few days played out, but I think it was our second last night in Paris. The pain had become so bad, Alex couldn't sleep. He finally decided he was going to have it looked at. So Harry took him to a hospital at about 11pm. But also the shot of that uh, was from the outside of the car over Harry's shoulder. Still no FaceTime for Harry. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> this wasn't a blood it blister. Was the, <laughs> it was the director's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a blood blister. Neither of them spoke French, and I wasn't there, so I don't really know how it went down. Question. So I Hugh Greenwood he, knows does he, French? Does he speak French? Or has he just assumed that being a waspy North Shore man, he'll pick it up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does speak French, and by French, I mean English louder and slower. <laughs> But I woke up to find that they had returned, only Alex now had a large wound on his heel because they'd had to cut out some sort of infection <laughs> that had turned what, what the cut or scrape he had black. Oh! With all the bandaging, it looked like they'd strapped a tennis ball to his heel. He had a list of medication, antiseptic creams and bandages that we had to go out and find for him, all written in French. He was told to stay in bed for about a week, I think, and oh. to wash the wound and change his bandages twice a day. Oh, That all sounds awful. Oh, it does. Now's, now's the point to tell you that the lads were obviously staying in a French hostel. Oh, shit. Clean. <laughs> Would be my... Pristine. On their one-star reviews... Sterile. I can't imagine that a good alternative to a hospital was mentioned. He was definitely mentioned in a one-star review. <laughs> I was stuck in a fucking room where some dude was using it as a hospital bed, changing his dressings. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> you absolutely wait. We pretty much just went to the nearest pharmacy and handed them the list, and they were kind enough to find everything for us. They did ask us a few questions in French, and we just shrugged our shoulders. <laughs> so there we go. Hugh doesn't speak French, so what fucking use would he have been at the hospital? <laughs> L'hôpital. <laughs> Je voudrais um, baguette jambon de fromage. <laughs> so this is a hospital. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Merci. 
Je m'appelle Hugh. <laughs> um, anyway, Alex wasn't really in the mood for being told what to do. He still came out of the hostel to have a beer nearby and was lucky to have changed his bandages once a day. Oh. After our last night in Paris, we were going to London and Alex wasn't going to let this stop him from going to watch <laughs> the ashes at Lord's. <laughs> so we all went to London as planned. Still in quite a lot of pain, Alex decided he was going to go to the hospital when we got there as it would be easy to have a conversation in English about it. <laughs> he got back and told us that basically they said he should be back in Paris talking to the original doctor. <laughs> Alex decided <laughs> to fuck that advice off, stay in bed off his feet one more day, but stay in London and then come to Berlin with us. Every now and then he'd go to a cafe nearby for a meal and when it came to the cricket, he got a cab straight from the hostel and sat in his seat at the Ashes. Wow, that is commitment. <laughs> Had to make sure he got that sweet photo at Lords for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I came in on him one day in London as he was giving his wound a clean and changing the bandages. <laughs> is that one of those things where, like, you walk in and someone's getting changed? You just walk in, like, oh, I'm sorry, oh, sorry. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I can imagine. I'll leave you two alone. <laughs> It's for some reason I imagine that Alex had his uh, nuts out while he was doing this for no apparent reason. <laughs> We're in a small hostel room with two bunk beds and a small bathroom. He was in the bathroom with his foot over the sink trying to clean it. Oh. There was blood everywhere. Oh. Anyway, he finished up and I went in after him. There was still blood everywhere. Oh. The floor, in the oh. sink, oh. over the bench next to it, oh. on the toilet seat. I can't help the, the, but... The, yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's about to say what you're about to yeah. say. I can't help but think back to all your one-star yes. reviews <laughs> and think maybe this is why there is always blood. Yes. <laughs> and fucking Alex. <laughs> when I read this, I was expecting the next part to be, also, there was shit and semen everywhere. <laughs> Alex, you filthy fuck. <laughs> he somehow got some on the headboard. <laughs> There was a ghostly knocking at the door <laughs> and poo in the kettle. <laughs> I told him it was disgusting. He couldn't leave it like that. I don't think Hugh did that. I think that's a footnote. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we call revisionist history. <laughs> Hugh said, gross, and went to the pub. <laughs> coming, coming back days later to what historians would describe as a crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is on brand for Hugh, by the way. <laughs> to say Absolutely. gross and piss off to the pub. It's on brand for a lot of us. Absolutely. I think we must have gone down to the common area where the Wi-Fi reception was for a bit of downtime. However, I read this as the commoners area. <laughs> They went, they went to grace the peasants. Comes down in his fucking robes draped over his skin. He's got a scepter and he lightly touches each of the other hostel participants. Uh, I mean, uh, attendees, tenants. Just having them kiss the ring. Yeah, absolutely. For a bit of downtime and to send a few messages back to the family. Again, probably a lie. Yeah. No 20-something in Europe is sending messages back to the family unless that message says, send cash. <laughs> <laughs> or half of my foot was cut off <laughs> as I got fucking gangrene in Greece. <sighs> oh, I'd gone back up to the room and while I was in there, heard a knock on the door. 
I opened it to find a woman who worked for the hostel who said she was here because apparently the bathroom needed cleaning. Turns out Alex, instead of cleaning himself, had told the reception that our bathroom needed a clean. Oh. <laughs> I can still remember the poor woman's face when she saw the bathroom. She was mortified. I didn't know what to say or what to do. I couldn't believe Alex had done that. <laughs> This reminds me of the look on the maid's face in South Korea yeah. when she came in and uh, stepped into our methane palace that you and I had created because we couldn't figure out how to crack a window. Yeah. Walked straight over to the wall, pressed the secret button, and the ghouls of our asses <laughs> flew out the window. And she went outside and took a well-earned smoko for half an hour. I'm glad she didn't light a match in there. We'd all be dead. <laughs> so... We move on to Berlin. Harry and I are doing tourist stuff. Good for Harry. That's his <laughs> second last mention for the story. <laughs> doing tourist stuff and got out at night. His face is obscured by a plant. <laughs> at the time, our thinking was we'd spend a lot of money on flights and accommodation and we didn't want to let that just go to waste. We get to our second day in Berlin and Alex is changing his bandages and just starts swearing. He discovered another one of these black blister sort of things oh, on his foot. No. It was spreading. At this point, it's probably been a week since he first went to hospital. And this is the part of the story that I realised that I'm pretty sure Alex has a condition and an illness that we have mentioned before on the show. It is known to our listeners as Booby P. No <laughs> fucking I'm, way. I'm, Are you joking? I'm quite Are sure. Are you joking? I'm quite sure Alex has the black death, no. as historians <laughs> call it. He has black blisters spreading across his body as sores. No way. Hugh tells this story nonchalantly and never addresses this, but reading this, <laughs> in my humble medical opinion... He had the fucking plague. So, so off we went. To, oh, my God. So off we went to the hospital in Berlin. After getting into the waiting room, Alex had been told there was an upfront fee you have to pay before you actually see a doctor. I'm not sure how it worked. I think it was basically because he was, he was a tourist. It was something like 200 euros. Might have been 300. This hospital saw these white boys yeah. coming a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, auf Wiedersehen. Medical they say goodbye straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shit. you're Willkommen. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Got it second time round. Nothing but net. <laughs> no, I think our Vetazine is like Aloha. <laughs> It's hello and goodbye. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, it was for these lads. Uh, anyway, he gets to see a doctor and Alex <laughs> decides to do a blood test. The results come back. Alex decides to do a blood test? <laughs> what decides? Sort of, what sort of choose-your-own-adventure hospital is this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the results come back and they say... What is the choice there? <laughs> what's the decision? Look, we can either do these tests and find out what's wrong with you or you can keep on with the booby pee. <laughs> Or you can have whatever's in this box. <laughs> the box. The box. The box. <laughs> the box could be anything. It could even be a blood test. Uh, the results come back. And they say it doesn't look great. <laughs> Classic German optimism. <laughs> I, I imagine that the results said that he had the Black Death. <laughs> But that was lost in translation. Alex should prepare himself for the possibility of spending two or three nights in hospital. However, the doctor also wanted to run a few more tests. I assume they weren't a choice now. Yeah. <laughs> the second lot of tests come back and Alex is told he is being admitted to hospital. There's only one problem. They didn't have space at this hospital. <laughs> 
there was space at another one, which had we think had some kind of specialist ward for skin conditions. He gets in the back of an ambulance to be transferred, and we go back to the hostel. <laughs> that, that is vintage cockhead. <laughs> I'm not letting the Black Death destroy my European holiday, says Hugh Greenwood of the North Shore of Sydney. This is the sneering face of entitlement. Yeah. <laughs> After Berlin, our original plan was for Harry, last mention, yes. and I to go off to Prague for a few As nights. A in exit, the shadows. Exit stage left, Harold. <laughs> Alex was supposed to be going to Tomorrowland with his girlfriend. Her first mention, who was also doing... I like her better than Harry. Who was also doing a trip with some of her friends at the same time. The whole, the whole trip was Alex's idea because he'd been able to secure tickets to this festival, which is apparently very difficult to do. Turns out he tried a few years in a row to get them, so the whole reason for the trip was for him to go to Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah. He managed to secure a private room in some sort of cabin with a double bed for him and his girlfriend. We were then supposed to meet back up with the two of them in Amsterdam and continue our trip. It was only now that it had really started to dawn on Alex that Tomorrowland just wasn't going to happen for him. So instead, his partner changed her flight to come to Berlin. In the evening of our last night in Berlin, we packed up Alex's suitcase, I assume Harry helped but isn't named, and set, <laughs> set off to drop it off to him at the hospital. Face obscured by a pillow. By the back of a suitcase as Harry kneels. <laughs> Harry becomes a table shortly. <laughs> And remains that way for the rest of the narrative. <laughs> Hugh walks into room. Alex, shut up, Harry. <laughs> Jeez, you will not stop talking. <laughs> it took us about an hour to get there. It was ages away at the hospital. We finally found it, but we still had to find out where he was. It was made up of a few buildings, but the place was an absolute ghost town. There was no one around to ask for directions, and all we had were some minor details about where he was. I, why is this a riddle? What is wrong with these blokes? <laughs> <laughs> They're not that old. They had phones. I know. Um, we finally found him after having to walk through this really long and poorly lit weird tunnel. The building was tucked in the back corner that couldn't have been further from the main road where we entered the grounds. Alex told us they'd cut more of the infection out of his foot, oh. but he still couldn't really tell us what the problem was. It was also looking like he might be there a bit longer than a few days. All the other patients on the ward seemed to have the same sort of skin condition. What? They had all these raw skin, black-looking blisters and marks all over their body. What it's the, the Black Death rig. <laughs> it's the Black fucking <laughs> Death. He's in a plague ward. Yeah. He had to go to a different <laughs> hospital <laughs> because this existing hospital he first went to was like, fuck off with that. <laughs> all of a sudden, a doctor walks in with a bird mask on. <laughs> And a black cloak. <laughs> Alex was telling us how they had to do all these sponge bath-like treatments what? a few times a day. Anyway, Alex never made it to Tomorrowland and neither did his <laughs> girlfriend. I'm so, no that's shit, you. So, it's also sad. I'm, I'm glad it, it, it said to Tomorrowland, Alex never, <laughs> never made, made it. it to I was like, just never made it. <laughs> that's great. He ended up spending 10 days in this weird hospital which had no Wi-Fi and shared a room with... I him. love that's the complaint. That's the problem. <laughs> it was in no, a hospital with no, no Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, all caps. 
shared a room with a young German man who spoke pretty much zero English, which I guess is fine because Hugh, uh, Hugh and Alex both spoke zero German. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, why is this young German man the problem? What with yeah. him not being bilingual? <laughs> Hugh speaks fluent French. He also speaks fluent German. <laughs> Where is Alex? <laughs> Oh, uh, Harry, you want to have it? Oh, no. Harry can't speak. Uh, there was just some <laughs> shitty little TV in the corner of the room. Not sure how often his girlfriend came to visit, but when he was finally let out, she took him on one of those sightseeing tours on a bus with an open rooftop of Berlin. That has nothing to do with anything, and Hugh included it. <laughs> I think just to demonstrate just how to, just terrible to... <laughs> Alex is and how little his girlfriend cared for him. <laughs> because anyone that takes another human on an... Open top bus ride around a city sucks. Does this end with all of a sudden his girlfriend had black blisters <laughs> all over it? <laughs> he flew straight home the next day and then went straight to hospital on arrival in Sydney. Oh, he then spent the next two weeks, I think, he didn't go back to work for another two weeks, in bed waiting for his foot to heal. Here's the kicker. To this day, I still don't know what the actual problem was. I'm not sure if he does either. <laughs> I still don't know what he got back from the insurance provider. I was always too scared to ask, but I never chased him for his share of the accommodation in Berlin. Oh, you're a good <laughs> wow. guy. You, you, you know what? <laughs> this is... Hand me that Nobel Prize, <laughs> please, Rig. <laughs> this is a story of survival and nobility on the part of Hugh Greenwood. <laughs> no Wi-Fi at the hospital. Never asked for money. Not once. <laughs> Hugh had to put didn't, up with that incessant Harry's whinging. <laughs> didn't take Alex on a fucking open bus top tour of Berlin. <laughs> but also... Oh, the man is a saint. Oh. Saint Green Dick. <laughs> Kneel before us so we may knight you. <laughs> so I asked you about whether he had always, uh, whether he'd ever found out um, what the actual ailment was. Yeah. Um, and he said he probably did, but I think by that point he really didn't care because the trip was over for him and he's not the type of person who was particularly patient with people who don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> it was some sort of infection was all I ever really got out of it. No, Hugh, he had bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Black Death. It it was literally a huge problem for centuries. Also, it wiped out half the planet. <laughs> also, is he now normal, or is his, or is he walking around with a leg like Swiss cheese, <laughs> full of fucking divots and shit <laughs> holes? <laughs> Hello, I am Alec McGalsberg. <laughs> Check out my feet. Uh, and when I asked Hugh how he was now, he said, Dunno, haven't spoken to him in years. <laughs> so, such a mad friend. <laughs> I imagine upon returning that it really didn't go well for the trio of Hugh, Alex, and Harry. <laughs> In brackets, <laughs> because I'm not convinced there in was brackets, a Harry. In brackets, friend number two. <laughs> friend two. Harry sounds like a figment of Hugh's <laughs> imagination, taken along for the ride, has no speaking lines and did fuck all, yeah. but really manages to deflect a lot of the praise straight onto Hugh. <laughs> I actually think Hugh is a composite character, which is two people merged into one. <laughs> 
All of the good things of Harry have been merged into Hugh and Harry has become a bit player. <laughs> also, it doesn't mention uh, the long-suffering girlfriend, not Bridget, she's definitely long-suffering, yep. the long-suffering partner who changed all of her plans for uh, for Alex to go to Berlin, etc. Yeah, can you imagine if he went to Tomorrowland and they rocked up and they were sharing a double bed in this cabin and he had the fucking black death. She just climbs into death. <laughs> she climbs into death. She climbs, <laughs> climbs into bed, just sees this absolute plank of a leg, <laughs> a charred piece of wood <laughs> parading around as a foot. <laughs> oh, oh, that and is that, mental. That is the story of St. Hugh Greenwood. That's so good. Guys, if you want to get in touch with us and you want a media sort of story like that, send us an email, shitshow.au at gmail.com or if it's a bit lighter than that, send it over through our Instagram, gusandrig at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G or through Facebook, shitshow or one word. Absolutely, guys. That's all we got. Cheers, guys.